0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio.
1: The Amplified Translation reads, Do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church at Corinth, are God's temple? The building? No. The whole church are God's temple. And that God's Spirit has His permanent dwelling in you collectively as a church and also individually. Now you see there's the Indwelling individually of the Holy Ghost in us, but then he indwells that body of believers And he wants to manifest himself in that body of believers We don't want to grieve him We want to let him manifest himself How does he manifest himself? The Word of God says all of these worketh 1st Corinthians 12 11 all of these worketh that one
0: and self-same spirit You are listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
1: I mean, these folks get up, bless their hearts. You've been in these services? You ever been in any of these services? You know, things are going on here. They get up, you know, and start to... Yeah, ballet. Did you ever notice no fat women do that? It's always skinny ones. Said they're worshiping God there's any of them sensitive to the Holy Ghost you can tell the Holy Ghost gets greedy with that you don't get your mind and your eyes on God you get your mind and your eyes on that person they're not praising God or worshiping God either they're bringing brass into the temple of the Lord to take the place of gold I've seen fat women dance in the spirit and blessed everybody so when you dance in the spirit, they just something. Did you ever notice when somebody jumped up and started dancing, something just sort of went out, like an incense, just went out over the whole crowd. But when this other stuff takes place, you get to watching them. And then they call that uh, interpretive dancing. We're interpreting what the Holy Ghost is saying. That's as unscriptural as saying I landed on Mars three days ago. <laughs> you can't interpret what the Holy Ghost is saying or doing either one in a dance. Your pastors are going to have to teach you people to bring pure gold back into the temple of the Lord and get the brass out. I told you I approached this with fear and trembling. I sure didn't want to do it. Good. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And some of them actually even having dancing schools. Teach folks to dance before the Lord no you can't teach folks to dance before the Lord that's brass and the blessings of God that is full important blessing can't rest upon you and will not rest upon you and his spirits grieve I speak by the Spirit of God I know what Jesus said to me as we stood there I bless them naturally I bless them because they're my children I love them but I can only bless them so far they cannot have the full measure I don't know about you, but I'm not satisfied to settle with second best anything. I want the best God has. I want the full measure. Glory to God. Full flow. Amen. Now he went on to say, you see, let me say it again now. The New Testament emphasizes to be filled with the Spirit. And again, there's not one word in the New Testament, even as far as that's concerned, about dancing. Not one single word in the New Testament. But we who know the move of the Spirit knows that the Holy Ghost moves on you sometimes. Sometimes he gets in my feet. He's not in the feet of these people putting on something. When it's done in the Spirit, blesses everybody. When it's done in the flesh, it don't bless anybody. Oh, it may look good. may say, well, that's beautiful and all that but no we need to uh, you see it's a substitute for the real i don't want a substitute i want the real thing see under the old testament they were worshiping god in the flesh i'm talking about only the king the priest and the prophet had the holy ghost upon them rest of them didn't have the holy ghost on them in them It's a natural something now in the New Testament, the emphasis is to be filled with the Spirit. And you'll notice what Paul said. i like to put it this way. What the Holy Ghost said through the Apostle Paul. Open your Bibles while I'm talking to the fifth chapter of Ephesians. He said to the, writing to the church at Corinth, the Holy Ghost said through Paul, And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. In other words, if you just read that like this, don't be drunk on wine, be drunk on the Spirit. you ever get drunk on the Spirit? Oh, glory to God. Stagger around like a drunk man. Hallelujah. Be filled with the Spirit. What's the next word? Speaking. See, the New Testament puts emphasis on being filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking. Well, you see, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they had one accord in one place. Suddenly came the sound of heaven like the rush of mighty wind, filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared cloven tongues like as a fire and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak, and began to speak, and began to speak, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, ten years later, you remember that. Cornelius experience when the angel appeared to him told him to send men to Joppa and inquire in the house of Simon Tatter for one Simon Peter who and he is come to tell thee words whereby thine thy house shall be saved and Peter took six of the brethren of the circumcision with him and in that tenth chapter of Acts remember the 44th through the 46th verse and they of the circumcision were astonished because that on the Gentiles was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost for we heard them speak with tongues and magnify God amen then remember in the 19th chapter of Acts, and Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain disciples, he said, If you received the Holy Ghost, since ye believe, they said, We have not so much heard where there be any Holy Ghost. He said, Into whose baptism were you baptized? And they said, John's. Sixth verse said, Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Now, I've had people through the years to say to me, you know, when, when we laid hands on the Holy Ghost came on. But see, you can do other things other than what God said do and really grieve the Spirit. You can actually just start shouting in English when the Holy Ghost comes. I'm not speaking tongues, tongue, and, and you'll shout the power off of you. Well, shouting's all right in its place, but see, that's the wrong place. And then I've laid hands on people. The Holy Ghost came on. They just, as we say, speaking, you know, naturally just, just prayed a Bruce, spoke a blue streak in other tongues. And I could tell by the expression on their face, they don't accept this, something wrong. So I said to them, stop them. I said, what's the matter? They wouldn't answer me. I said, I perceive that there's a thought in your mind that's hindering you from accepting the fact that you've received or been filled with the Holy Ghost and spoken other tongues. What is it? This fellow looked at me and said, well, I haven't danced yet. Well, I said, if dancing is a type that people have been filled with the Holy Ghost, then I saw people on television got filled with the Holy Ghost because he's having a boogie-woogie. Dancer. No, that's not the Holy Ghost. See? I said to the congregation, what does the Bible say? They answered me back. And they were all filled and began to speak with other tongues. Oh, he said, well, I've got it then. (laughs) See, we want to substitute something else. But now, even here, Paul in the church at Ephesus is writing to the church at Ephesus. And he says to them, and remember that 19th chapter of Acts? These are the Ephesians that he's talking about. Now, he's writing to the same church that he brought this experience to them and laid hands on them and they spoke with tongues. And he's encouraging them to continue. He said, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Greek scholars tell us, and I'm not a Greek scholar. I just take their word for it, that really there's a play on the word here. It means, but be being filled, but be being filled, but be being filled. Maintain a constant experience. But how do you do that? Speaking. Hallelujah. Speak it. Continue to speak with tongues. And then he talks here. See, that's the thing that God wants out of the new covenant. And you see, many Pentecostals got filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke in to other tongues. Many of them never spoke in tongues again. They are not being being filled. They have been filled. But you should continue. He said, well, I don't know whether I can or not. Well, he's in there and he gives you the up to yield to him. Expect him to. Stir him up, praise God. Amen. Now, I'm thoroughly convinced. and I think you can see it, too, if you turn there for just a minute. If you turn over to what and hold your place there in Ephesians 5, we're coming back to it. I know this is a little different, but God's going to manifest himself in a marvelous manner. Now notice what the scripture said, not, not what man says, and not what people think. Paul said in 2 Timothy, writing to Timothy, look at the sixth verse. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands... Well, now, what, what gift is he talking about of God that, that Timothy received by Paul putting his hands on him? Now, I think at other times that he's talking about something when prophecies went out over him, when he's ordained. But no, Paul laid hands on people and they received the Holy Ghost. I believe that's the Holy Ghost. Now, why do I believe that? Look at the next verse. For God's not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He's talking about The spirit. He's talking about by the putting on of my hands that the Holy Spirit, this experience of being filled with the Holy Ghost, of course, he's born of the Spirit, naturally, was given to him. It's a Spirit of power, isn't it? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power. It's a Spirit of love. Love of God has been shed and brought in our, our hearts by the Holy Ghost. It's a Spirit of a sound mind. I believe he's talking about the Holy Ghost. Now notice what he said about it. He said, stir up the gift. What's the gift? The Holy Ghost. Stir him up. Praise God. Well, you see, you can stir up the Holy Ghost yourself within your spirit by praying in other tongues. You get to praying in other tongues and uh, then you can begin to speak to yourself. Here's New Testament worship. What we call the layman or the laity in the Old Testament couldn't do this. But it said, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual psalms. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now, see, we read that, tried to interpret that in the light of the Western mind. We thought that meant, you know, in time past, singing out of a songbook. Had no reference to that. Paul wrote this. It didn't have songbooks. No. He's talking about being filled with the Spirit. He's talking about something that the Holy Ghost gives you.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer the CD series Camp Meeting Classics Volume 1 for 1995, featuring classic camp meeting sermons from Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, Oral Roberts, and John Osteen. Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call 1 888 Faith 99. That's 1 888 Faith 99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: You can watch us on Roku. Uh, you can uh, read the Word of Faith magazine or, da- uh, or download it at, uh-huh. at rhema.org. Or you can org. get a hard copy by going and signing it, up. Yeah. You can watch Rhema Praise uh, podcast and and rhema today radio podcast yes uh oh you can you can you can do anything or you can (laughs) see us live streaming during our services on sunday morning at 10 a.m sunday night at seven here on this on the ba campus right and 7 p.m on wednesday night
0: yeah all this can be accessed to rhema.org okay we're everywhere we're everywhere (laughs) if rhema for today has blessed your life then consider giving a financial gift to help offset the cost of broadcasting this program in your area. Our partners make this radio program possible. We thank you for all your support. Interested in becoming a Word Partner? Call today and request the Word Partner Packet. That number is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit RAMA.org today. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.